0: Hello, this is Ayush from newslaundry.com, bringing you your daily dose of news. It's Thursday, October 15th, and as part of the fifth phase of Unlock, cinema halls, entertainment parks, swimming pools for sportspersons are being reopened today after months of uncertainty triggered by the coronavirus pandemic. While theatres and multiplexes will remain closed in states like Maharashtra, Tamil Nadu, Kerala and Chhattisgarh, They will open this week in several places including Delhi and parts of Madhya Pradesh and Gujarat with stringent do's and don'ts in keeping with the new COVID-19 normal. India reported nearly 68,000 new COVID-19 cases and 680 deaths in the last 24 hours. The infection's case tally stands at 73 lakh, including 8.1 lakh active cases. As per data released by the Union Health Ministry today, the doubling time of COVID-19 infection has improved to almost 73 days currently, from 25.5 days in mid-August. Presently, the active cases comprise 11.12% of the total positive cases of the country. This has been below the 9 lakh mark for a week now. World Bank President David Malpass has said that the world is experiencing one of the deepest recessions since the Great Depression in the 1930s, owing to the novel coronavirus. He termed the COVID-19 pandemic as a catastrophic event for many developing and the poorest countries. Malpas was addressing the media yesterday at the start of the annual meetings of the International Monetary Fund of the IMF and the World Bank. He told reporters that given the extent of the economic contraction, there was a rising risk of disruptive debt crisis in countries. The Amrinder Singh government in Punjab has approved 33% reservation for women in direct recruitment for the Punjab civil services, boards and corporations. The State Cabinet, at a meeting presided by the CM, approved the Punjab Civil Services Reservation of Posts for Women Rules 2020 to provide such reservation for women for direct recruitment to posts in government, as well as in boards and corporations in Group A, B, C and D posts. The State had provided 33% reservation for women in panchayats and local bodies. The Cabinet also gave its nod to a bill to replace the Punjab State Vigilance Commission Ordinance 2020. It will be introduced in the next assembly session. The establishment of the multi-member commission, aimed at bringing in more transparency and check corruption among public servants, was approved by the cabinet last month through the ordinance. The cabinet cleared the decks for the state to launch its own SC post matric scholarship scheme. (laughs) Delhi Chief Minister Arvind Kejriwal told Union Environment Minister Prakash Javadekal that being in denial will not help, after the latter asserted that stubble burning contributes only 4% to air pollution. The CM sought to know why pollution has suddenly increased in Delhi NCR in the last fortnight if stubble burning causes limited pollution. Earlier in the day, Jaurekar said that stubble burning is not a major factor for air pollution in Delhi NCR, that 96% of it is due to local factors like biomass burning, garbage dumping, unpaved roads, construction and demolition activities, etc. AMRB Party MLA Raghav Chadda said that the CPCB's own estimate of 2019 suggests that stubble burning contributed to up to 44% of the national capital's air pollution. A dark layer of haze crept up over Delhi and NCR today, with the air quality in the region hitting very poor levels, even as stricter anti-air pollution measures, including a ban on electricity generators, came into force under the Graded Response Action Plan, or GRAP. NASA's satellite imagery showed a large cluster of farm fires near Amritsar, Patiala, Tantaran and Firozpur in Punjab and Ambala and Rajpura in Haryana. However, the Ministry of Earth Sciences' air quality early warning system for Delhi said its impact on the capital's air quality was marginal. Last year, Laundry had reported on the meetings between the central government and the governments of Delhi, Punjab and Haryana on air pollution. We also traveled all over the capital to assess the situation at the worst affected areas. The results were less than encouraging. You can go read our ground report from last year by my colleague Anasuya and I. It's titled Nine Hotspots in NCR Spew Pollution Despite Supreme Court's Order and Delhi Government's Monitoring. By the way, my colleague Basant has also been reporting from Bihar in the run up to the state elections. Do keep an eye out for his reports, the most recent one being on open defecation, titled Sushil Modi says Bihar is open defecation free if only he looked outside his door. If you like the work we do and want to read more ground reports on such pressing issues, do click on the subscribe button on the top right-hand corner. Our cheapest subscription costs 300 rupees a month. Please extend your support to independent media and pay to keep news free. Owing to the controversy surrounding its viewership data for news channels, The Television Ratings Agency, Broadcast Audience Research Council, or BARC, has paused the weekly ratings of television news for a period of three months. The decision would cover all Hindi, regional, English news and business news channels with immediate effect. However, BARC will continue to release weekly audience estimates for the genre of news by state and language. Announcing the decision, BARC said a technical committee would review the current standards of measuring and reporting the data of niche genres. Bark India CEO Sunil Lulla said that the body does its work with the greatest sense of responsibility and integrity to ensure that the audience estimates remain true to their purpose. BAC measures TV viewership on behalf of broadcasters, advertisers, and advertising agencies. Meanwhile, the Supreme Court today directed Republic TV to approach the Bombay High Court with its petition in connection with the alleged TRP scam. Republic TV's Chief Financial Officer, Shiva Sundaram, A challenge the summons issued by the Mumbai police to the TV channel in connection with the case. The Mumbai police is probing the fraudulent manipulation of TRPs involving three channels, Republic TV, Fakt Marathi and Box Cinema. Four persons have been in the case so far and the police are on the lookout for three others. Of those arrested, one is a former employee of Hansa Research, an agency that calculated TRPs of channels for bark. Subscribers of Vodafone Idea and Maharashtra are facing connectivity issues since today morning as a key site in Pune got flooded. The company said one of its key sites in Pune's Kalyani Nagar area got flooded because of the heavy showers resulting in the partial disruption of services for subscribers across the state. Unlike tower infrastructure which serves subscribers in a local area, the site was serving people across the telecom circle which affected the subscribers in the state. The company said in a social media post that its technical team is working dedicatedly to fully restore the services soon. Users took to social media to vent their frustration on the brand today after the services snapped. Maharashtra, one of the most industrialized states in India, is a key telecom market and the disruption comes at a time when the competition is very intense in the telecom space and where Vodafone Idea is ceding subscribers to its two rivals. Pune and other parts of Western Maharashtra have been experiencing a heavy downpour since yesterday evening, and some low-lying areas of the city have also reported waterlogging. France imposed curfews while other European nations are closing schools, cancelling surgeries and enlisting student medics as authorities face the tough scenario of a COVID-19 resurgence at the onset of winter. With new cases hitting about 100,000 daily, Europe has by a wide margin overtaken the United States where more than 51,000 COVID-19 infections are reported on average every day. President Emmanuel Macron announced night curfews for four weeks from Saturday in Paris and other major cities, affecting almost one-third of the country's 67 million people. Most European governments eased lockdowns over the summer to revive economies already battered by the first wave of the coronavirus pandemic. But the return of normal activity fueled a sharp spike in cases all over the continent. German Chancellor Angela Merkel said that she and leaders of Germany's 16 states agreed to impose tougher measures without detailing them. Bars and pubs were among the first to shut or face earlier closing in new lockdowns. But now the surging infection rates are also testing governments' resolve to keep school and non-COVID medical care going. In Lisbon, football fans were unsurprised after Portugal captain Cristiano Ronaldo tested positive for the virus saying it simply showed everyone was at risk of getting infected. The Czech Republic, with Europe's worst rate per capita, has shifted schools to distance learning and plans to call up thousands of medical students. Hospitals are cutting non-urgent medical procedures to free up beds. Irish Prime Minister Michael Martin described Northern Ireland's rise in cases as hugely worrying and the government increased restrictions in the three countries on the border, as well as almost all visits to homes across the country. The Netherlands returned to partial lockdown, closing bars and restaurants, but kept schools open. British Prime Minister Boris Johnson faces opposition calls for another national lockdown in England, but has so far resisted. Hospital admissions, however, are climbing, and field hospitals constructed in the spring are once more being ready. Now, back to the homegrown stuff from newslaundry.com. This week on NL Hafta, Newslaundry's Abhinandan Sekri, Manisha Pandey, Anand Bardhan, and Jeshi Arunachalam are joined by Supreme Court advocate and activist Kiruba Monosami. They talk about caste violence in India, media coverage of the Hathras rape case, Bihar Assembly elections, and the Supreme Court judgment on Shaheen Bagh, among other things. Kiruba talks about her project on researching caste. She points out how a series of Supreme Court judgments, including as recent as 2018, dealt with cases of violence against Dalits by deciding against the Dalit community and the victims.
1: Whenever they want a Dalit woman to be on the camera, they want to suffer, brutalized Dalit woman body. They want to talk over that body. So they think caste is in violence. They think caste is operating by killing somebody, but caste in itself is violence. So they are not ready to uh, discuss any of this because they think caste is existing only on reservation and in violence. When women issue is discussed, they always want me to be a Dalit woman. When Dalit mm. woman issues are discussed, they want me to be a woman lawyer. So hmm. they, in a way, restrict my identity or my expertise into a particular uh, area and they don't want me to discuss on economy or any other uh, laws that's being brought in the country or any other political decisions that's going to have a uh, you know deep impact on the Dalit communities.
0: That's all the news we have for you today. Have a good day or a good night, depending on where you're listening from. See you tomorrow.